Welcome to the Gold Bro Podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you all for joining. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you all are having a fantastic Thursday. Um, we are a day away, my friends, a day away from the weekend, but I hope you all are having a really good week. Um, today, we are talking about one of the subjects that I really like um, talking about a lot, which is thought leadership. And I'm happy to welcome Nikki Ballou, who is the founder of the E-Circle Academy here to really lead that discussion. So Nikki is a international selling um, author of the books, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion, The Thought Leader's Journey, A Fable of Life, and The Power of Connecting, um, How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network. He is an in-demand and highly inspirational speaker to corporate audiences such as RBC, Lululemon, Royal LePage, and Tourstar Media. He's also an advisor and a confidant to some of the most successful and dynamic entrepreneurs in Canada. He is the founder of the E-Circle Academy, where he runs a year-long mastermind and educational program with coaches, consultants, corporate trainers, clinic owners, realtors, mortgage bankers, and other service-based entrepreneurs, positioning them as authorities in their niche. He is the creator also of the Thought Leader, Heart Leader designation. So if you are someone, you are running a service-based business and you have thought to yourself, you know, I really, really would like to be seen as a thought leader in my industry. And I just don't know how to do that. I think today's conversation will be one that you will really learn something from and also look forward to. So stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back with Nikki. Welcome back to the Bullet Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you all for joining. Well, I'm excited to welcome Nikki into the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Kyra. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, before we dive into our topic today, um, why don't you get started by telling anyone out there listening and watching who you are and what you do? I appreciate the question. Uh, I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. And when I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran. And my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall. This was not going to be a place to raise a Christian family. So what dad did is he made a plan and he got us out of Iran and settled us where I now live in Toronto, Canada. Now, at the time I was 11, I didn't want to leave my home or my friends. But looking back, Kyra, it was the greatest single thing my father could have done for me or for our family. He took us from a legacy of tyranny to a legacy of freedom. And as a result, I've become a big champion for freedom because I see that inside every human breast beats the living heart of freedom. Every human being wants to be able to chart his or her own path. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody wants to be told what to do. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you're someone who has a dream on your heart that the good Lord put there, you want the freedom to be able to pursue it. And that's what freedom is. That's what free expression is. That's what free enterprise is. It makes all of that possible for us. And we should all be grateful that we get to live in Canada, the United States, and the free West. And freedom still is our birthright. And I know that the history of these places have not always been one where everyone was free. But I can tell you this, compared to everywhere else in the world, 
and I do mean everywhere, we have been the most freedom-minded. We have been the most tolerant of all major nations. And we've been the only ones that have sought to go back and correct our mistakes. Because most of the folks in the rest of the world don't even think they are mistakes. Mm -hmm. So we need to be very grateful that we get to be here. And we need to fight for this freedom to last beyond our generation. Because the great American president, Ronald Reagan, once said, freedom isn't passed on to the next generation in the bloodstream. It must be nurtured. It must be celebrated. And it must be fought for. Otherwise, within a generation, it will become extinct. And men would say, remember the days in America, in the West, when men and women were once free. We don't ever want that to happen. Coming from tyranny, believe me, we don't ever want that to happen. So that's important. But the second thing I want to just share is about my father. My father is the finest man I've ever known. God bless him. If you knew him, Cairo, and you were looking for work, he would not just say, I'll do what I can. He would sit you down and make phone calls into his network till he got you a job. He would harangue and browbeat people till they got you a job. And he'd say, yo, Kyra, you start tomorrow. Here's the salary. Good luck, right? And mm -hmm. that's how it was. And if you were trying to start a business, he would sit with you. He'd plan with you. He'd bring other people to the table to be board of advisors. He'd even get you access to capital, introduce you to some potential clients, tell them to buy from you, you know, stuff like that. And if you were trying to buy a car or a house and he knew you and you didn't quite have enough, he would loan you the balance and he would never let you pay it back. And you just might go, wow, Nikki, who does that? What kind of human being does that? <laughs> Well, you know, the late, great Napoleon Ballou, that's who. And you might go, why would he do that? I don't get it. And I tell you, well, first of all, he was a devout Christian. He believed he'd been blessed by God Almighty and his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it was his duty to share those blessings with other people. Secondly, he did it because he could. He was rich. The man had funds. He had the ability <laughs> to spread the wealth around the people. And I wanted to be a man like me. My father, he would come and tell me, Cairo, when I was a kid, son, remember, life is not about money. It's about people. I go, what do you mean, dad? He goes, that person in front of you, that is someone's mother. That's someone's wife. That's someone's sister. That's someone's daughter. That's someone's husband. That's someone's brother. That's someone's son. That's someone's mm -hmm. father. They're a hero to somebody. There's somebody who depends on them. Maybe someone like you let them down once and they've lost a bit of faith in their fellow man and it's your job to restore that by the kind of man and woman you are believe in people love people uplift people take them from here to there to everywhere because life is about that and my mentor mark von muser also says to me nikki life is not a numbers game it's a people game it's a people game Everybody needs someone to believe in them, Kyra. Everyone needs someone to love on them. Everyone needs someone to show them that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. So that their greatness gets sparked because we all have greatness in us. And the only way that greatness comes out, Kyra, is when we believe in ourselves enough, and sometimes we don't have that belief, we've been beat up a bit too much by life, and we need someone else's belief to sustain us until our own gets sparked, reignited, and takes us to the stratosphere. Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for sharing, um, especially on such a personal level. Um, really appreciate that. So 
I I am I'm definitely really um was looking really forward to this conversation um because um you know as an entrepreneur as a marketer um we talk a lot about thought leadership and um when we connected I was just like this is so awesome because I think a lot of people don't understand the power of thought leadership I don't think people understand that a lot of times that they are thought leaders um, I think people assume that a thought leader should look a certain way or they should have certain, you know, like a uh, skill set or certain thing. Well, obviously the skill set, yes, but like, you know, achievements or things of that nature that makes you like this thought leader. So I'm I'm really glad that you're here to, today to talk more about that and um, just how a lot of my audience who might be listening, who are, you know, entrepreneurs themselves or, you know, um, professionals and want to learn more about this space. So let's just start with like the basics, right? So for anybody who might be saying, yeah, what is thought leadership? Well, you know, one of my mentors put it this way for me once. An expert is someone who knows something, while a thought (laughs) leader is someone who's known for knowing something. Mm -hmm. Experts are a dime a dozen. Thought leaders are rare and valuable. Another way to put it from another fellow that I interviewed on my podcast is an expert is like a cover band while a thought leader plays original music. Mm -hmm. You think about that for a moment. Becoming a thought leader is about being recognized as the go-to authority in your space. And the challenge is that a lot of people think, okay, that means marketing. Excuse me, that means social media influencing. Trite statements. Be brave, be strong, work hard. (laughs) That doesn't make you a thought leader to say things like that. To have a thousand videos on social media doesn't make you a thought leader. Mm -hmm. If you don't have something valuable to say, something that's designed to solve a problem for someone, like my dad used to say, son, life is about people. You In business, you got to solve problems for people, and then you make a profit. Problems, people, profit. That's the purpose of business. Venn diagram, the three of those circles come together. That's the (laughs) purpose of business. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty darn brilliant. And if, you know, you want to think to yourself, well, am I a thought leader? Well, let me give you an example of a thought leader. Mm-hmm. Man, I worked with. God rest his soul. His name's Carl Kramer. He passed away last summer in August from cancer way too soon. But before that, Carl Kramer had been a senior executive vice president at a major manufacturing corporation. He made over $350,000 a year, but he was done with that life. He left. He wanted to become a business coach. So he became Carl Kramer, your peak potentials business coach. He was a great dude. And Carl was, he was an old school man. You know what I mean? Like he had his hair with old like brill cream type helmet, you know, from the 50s and 60s and all that jazz. He was always prim and proper and water. He's like, good man. And you know what I mean? But there was, there, was, there was an old school, old world quality to him that was very endearing. Mm-hmm. But also, it was very foreign to some of the clients he was trying to reach, right? Because they weren't <laughs> like him. He was, he was older when I met him. He was 57. And as a coach, he was not happy with his income. He made $7,000 to $8,000 on a good month. On a bad month, less. And mm-hmm. he came to us and he said, I would love to just make as much money as I used to make. And we said, okay. 
Carl, come here. Let's make you a thought leader. Well, what if first you need to know, like I said, you got to come from the heart, love the people, come there because everybody had an issue. And Carl goes, I don't want to be one of those salespeople. And I go, listen, man, let's reframe sales to service. You want to be a service person, right? You want to be an advocate for somebody because Kyra, you don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. But don't you love being served by a caring advocate? Mm -hmm. Someone who has your best interest or doesn't that make you feel good? Don't you want to just give him your money? Like that, I trust you, take it, go. And you don't ask questions about how much or whatever because you trust them. Mm-hmm. And I, I help Carl see that, become that. And then I said, Carl, so you're a business coach. Who do you coach? He goes, man, I coach anybody. I'm like, Carl, that's dangerous, man. That's expert <laughs> way. That's not thought leader way. Right. Focus. He goes, okay, okay, so what should we do? So we had a bunch of sessions with him. This did not happen overnight. I want you to understand this. Like no one, no one can come here and go, I'll be a thought leader as soon as I listen to Nikki for half an hour. No, it's not going to happen like that, all right? Let's just be straight about that. It's like you see a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, and you go, I'm going to have those muscles first time I go in the gym. <laughs> nope, it ain't happening. Like, you're going to need to go and do a few reps for a few months or years before you look like that. So anyways, Carl realized that he needed to narrow his focus, so we helped him pick – Law firms with a single owner, no partnerships. You know what I mean? One mm-hmm. owner, under two million a year in sales, eager to grow and scale, and stuck, unable to scale. So mm-hmm. the the problem was stuck. We were not growing, mm-hmm. right? The solution was Carl Kramer, your peak potentials business coach. So <laughs> we work with Carl, and we had him come in there to talk to these lawyers. And we said, the whole message was, scale your practice with no marketing spend. That was the whole message, scale your practice with no marketing spend. That was pretty good, right? So Carl told them how to do that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, within six months, Carl goes from seven to $8,000 a month on a good month to 40000 on a bad month and 70000 on a good month. Mm-hmm. So that's 10 times what he made before. Now do the math on 40,000 times 12. That's 480,000. That's just shy of half a million. That's more than he made as a senior executive vice president. Now remember, those jobs, you work 60 to 80 hours a week. While as the peak potentials business coach, he worked 20 to 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So he made almost $150,000 more and he worked half as much. Right. Now you yeah. tell me. That's the power of thought leadership. And Carl was a good man. Carl Mm -hmm. cared. Carl delivered. We won't work with anybody who's like a charlatan marketer, just wants the cash. We won't work with you. We want people who love on people, believe in people, pour into people. So Carl Mm -hmm. helped a lot of people win. It was an honor to know Carl. It was an honor to work with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's a great um, story. Um, thank you. So I would say, so I, I heard some benefits in there. Um, but I'd love for you to share some more benefits of being a thought leader because I, you know, just hearing the fact of like, he was still able to pour into people. He was still able to like help people, but he still gained more time for himself to spend with his family. And, you know, he wasn't working 60 hour a week. So it was like more time back into his life where he could do, continue to have an impact. Yes. So I will tell you uh, another story in a moment, but we, 
We strongly believe as a thought leader, you get to charge what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Because most people in the industry of, of solopreneur, coach, consult, expert, undercharge. Mm-hmm. So undercharging is a horrible idea for three reasons. Reason number one is, well, the obvious one, you're not going to make as much money as you should and you'll work way too hard and you'll burn out. Mm-hmm. But reason number two might surprise you. You're actually hurting your client by undercharging. Mm-hmm. Nakaira, did you hear what I said? Mm-hmm. You're hurting I'm, your client. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the why, like, yeah, you're, waiting. you're yes. waiting for the punchline, right? You're waiting for the punchline. She's like, I got you. Give it to me, man. Give you it to me, Nikki. She's telling me, but don't make me wait anymore. All right, I'll tell you. So, Kyra, whenever you look to purchase something, let me ask you a question. You see this pen? Mm-hmm. This is a Mont Blanc pen. This is a $1,000 pen, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if I may, I'm going to pull out another pen for you just to demonstrate this point. All right. This is another pen. It is not a Mont Blanc pen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know if you can see, but it has a couple of scuff marks on it. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Mm-hmm. It's not pristine. You see any scuff marks on this Mont Blanc, girl? <laughs> nope. Now, why is that? I take care of this pen. This yes. is the pen I sign my twenty, fifty, hundred thousand dollar deals, million dollar deals with. Mm-hmm. This is just an extra pen lying around in the bowels of my bag, banging around <laughs> with a bunch of other things. Why do I even own a thousand dollar pen versus a ten, the five dollar pen? Because this pen gives me a feeling of being rich and successful. Mm-hmm. This pen's just a tank, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And imagine, Kyra, that you were looking to um, lose weight. Okay, I'll tell you about myself. Earlier this year, I lost 58 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I used to be a top fitness trainer. I used to work with Olympic champions. Then I got out of that field. I got into business coaching and I took on a new identity that I'm not a fit coach anymore, fitness coach anymore. I'm a fat businessman, right? And I got fat. And one day I looked in the mirror after 12 years of being overweight and I looked at myself and I go, this is not working. And the reason is because I've been lying to myself and telling myself I know what to do because I can do it. I don't need to pay someone to train me. I, and mm-hmm. I, I used to, I've, I've written books on fitness for crying out loud. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm getting fatter every year. Embarrassing, really, if you think about it. Just like embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing to me. And here's what I've made a decision. My decision was I'm done. I am for real going to do something about it. My second decision was I'm going to invest in myself mm-hmm. and I'm going to hire a coach. And I mm-hmm. found a coach who'd worked with a lot of people. My age, because I'm 56, right? And when I hired this man and I paid him, he was a premium priced coach. You know what I mean? Premium mm-hmm. priced coach. It was not cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, when I hired him, 
I did everything he said. I didn't argue with him. I didn't back talk to him. I did everything he said to me. Mm -hmm. I was committed. Now, why is that? I was committed because I put so much money into hiring him. <laughs> I was going to get a return on my investment. Mm -hmm. When you charge somebody the appropriate amount of money, they show up ready to work. Right. When you charge someone too little, they don't. Mm -hmm. The $20 books on my shelf on how to lose weight did nothing for me. The $10,000 investment in this coach took me to the next level. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you have a client and you really care about your client and you want to see them solve this problem, they won't take you seriously if you undercharge them. Imagine, Kyra, if you were a relationship coach and I came to you and I was my marriage was going down the tubes. And I said, Kyra, I need help. And you go, Nikki, I'm going to help you. I know how to fix this. I'm going to make that woman fall in love with you all over again, blah, blah, blah. And I go, great, Kyra, I'm game, man. I'm ready. I need her to fall in love with me again. I did just, I just that's, that's it. Let's go. <laughs> what do you charge? And you said 50 bucks. I'm going to go, what? 50 bucks? What's she talking about? <laughs> 50 bucks? I wouldn't take you seriously. Now, if you said $50,000, I might go, whoa, that's a lot of money, but I'd take you seriously mm -hmm. because that's a serious amount of money by a serious professional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You follow me? When you undercharge, mm -hmm. you hurt your client. Yeah. So I had a client, a woman, okay? She was a doctor of natural medicine. And when she worked with us, there was a few things that we helped her with. But the first thing I looked at her, as I looked at her pricing scheme, and I said, what do you charge? And she said, oh, I charge $150 for a two-hour consult. Well, two hours. <laughs> like, and I said, no. She says, oh, what should I charge? I said, $500 for a 45-minute consult. She's like, oh, my God, that's a lot of money. I don't know if anyone's going to pay for all those chattering monkeys came up to her, but I finally persuaded her. I was, you know, I'm a persuasive mm -hmm. man. <laughs> I got skills. And she, she did it. Now, I want to tell you something. The, the moment she did it, she fourfolded her business. So her prices went up almost uh, fourfold, and she fourfolded the number of people that came into her business. So she had a six figures coming to her business real quick. Mm -hmm. Extra. When you undercharge, you burn yourself out, you don't make the money you should mm -hmm. make, and you hurt your client because they don't get the result they should get because you don't have the proper level of leverage on them to get them to do the work. Mm. That's very fair. I like that because I think that a lot of people, a lot of business owners, especially service-based, struggle with that. Because they're all, you know, they're looking at all the other people out there who are like, oh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Like you said, like, oh, $50 for this this hour or blah, blah, blah. So people sort of feel that, you know, stress of like, oh, my gosh, if I don't, if I don't meet there, then, you know, but I agree with you. I do think like you weed out, you know, the people and you get more focused on the audience and the people that are going to be really the people that you want to work with. Exactly. Cause, yeah, because like nobody wants somebody who's not dedicated to actually getting, achieving a result. 
Because we're just going to be spinning around together, just having the same conversations over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love, I love that. I love that. Um, what makes a successful thought leader? Well, that's a really, really great question. Um, and let me answer it by saying to you this, a successful thought leader is one who has discovered a way to commercialize his or her thought leadership and to make a difference for the maximum number of people. So think of it this way. If you're a successful thought leader, you're professionally famous. And I'm going to tell you a story, and I'm thinking you are going to love this story. <laughs> so there was a young fella. He came to us. And when he came to us, he was struggling in his business. He was a fitness trainer, 25 at the time. And Kyra, he was a good fella. You know, he's the kind of fella that if you met him, uh -huh. You would go, wow, I like this guy. I want to see him be successful. He's good people. Like God put an angel here on earth for all of us to, mm -hmm. to benefit from. And if you had a daughter, you'd go tell your daughter, I don't know who that loser is you're dating, but you're going to stop and you're going to go date this <laughs> fellow over here. Just, you just say, sweetie, you're going to have to trust me on this. Mama knows best. All right. That's what you tell her. Mama knows best. So, um, but here was a problem. When it came to business, he just, he was a dummy. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he was he was making so little money. He was a great trainer, but he just he made thirteen hundred dollars a month. He he would charge his clients twenty five dollars a session. He didn't have a car. He was so broke. He had to bus it everywhere. So he did an hour session for twenty five dollars, and it would take him like forty five minutes to an hour each way tra public transit to get to clients. I mean, it was, he was making like half of minimum wage by the time it was all said and done, right? It was crazy. So he came to me, he goes, I hear you, you help people like me. I go, yeah, I do. I said, all right, let's sit down. And, and he said, okay, so what can I do? And I said, all right, let's look at your business. I said, who do you help? And just like Carl, he's like, oh, I can help anybody. Help. <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 nobody. Not anybody. Mm -hmm. Who can you really help? And then he goes, okay, I, I'm doctors, doctors. I go, why doctors? My dad's a doctor. My dad's a doctor. I'm like, okay, good. And then, you know, he said, also doctors, they make a lot of money. I'm like, oh my God, no, it's not about the money. Danny, his name was Dan. Danny, no. No, no, I got to do this. I'm doing it. I'm excited. For six months, he got two clients. And I'm like, okay, Danny, it's not working here. Let's figure something else out. He goes, okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I go, what? Cardiologists. Go, what? <laughs> they make more money than regular doctors. Oh, my God. Danny, no, not about the money. Did you not hear me? No, no, no. I'm doing what I'm doing. He got zero clients. Mm. And then by serendipity, the good Lord sent Danny a man from Cuba, Cuba, who was an African-Cuban fellow. Mm. And... um. He left Cuba for persecution reasons. Uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier. The, the Cuban government is not too nice to its um, African-Cuban citizens, even those that had won medals at games like he had at the Palim Paralympic Games. So he, he escaped. He did not want to be in a mm -hmm. tyrannical country. And he came to 
Canada. He started working with this fella, and he trained him, and he got him into shape, and um, he won more medals for Canada this time. It was great, right? Yes. So then he comes to me, and he goes, Nikki, oh, my God. I finally get what you've been trying to tell me. I go, tell me, what'd you get? He goes, it's not about the money. I go, yep, it's not. He says, it's about <laughs> helping the people. He says, yeah, you're right. I felt so good helping this fellow, man. It was great. I loved it. I felt like, he said, okay. He said, listen, here's what I want to do. I said, all right. He says, I want to help people with missing limbs get fit because I know what it takes to get them fit and they need help. He says, there's not a lot of people doing this. I go, yeah, okay, mm -hmm. that sounds great. Go for it. Within six short weeks, Kyra, he signed up 400 people with missing limbs to his coaching programs. Wow. And Kyra, I helped him design those programs so he charged properly. You know, mm -hmm. He didn't charge that low, ridiculous amount before. And it was all online because you can't do one-on-one -on -one with 400 people. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And um, Kyra... He went from making thirteen hundred a month to making over a hundred thousand a month. Mm. That's awesome. That's the power <laughs> of thought leadership. Mm -hmm. Thought leadership comes from the heart. So he's not just a thought leader; he's a heart leader. He serves from the heart. Mm -hmm. He loves on these people that are hurting and need them. Mm -hmm. And his message was so much more than I'm going to train you. His message was, "I see you. I love you. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be the best version of you, and you can be, and you will be." You imagine how that message went down? That yeah. message was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And it wasn't about the money. When he stopped chasing money, money started chasing him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always a true fact. I love that story. Thank you. Thank you. So now we've talked about some of the benefits and what makes thought leaders successful. But what are some of the challenges to being also being a thought leader? Well, if you're a thought leader, you've got to understand a couple of things. One <laughs> is that you've been given a mighty responsibility to serve people, mm -hmm. to share your gifts, to help people that are hurting. The world is full of hurting people. So... You can't say, okay, I'm stepping up and then say, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. So you better be ready. God will find you with abundance of opportunities mm -hmm. for you to be of service. And secondly, you can't rely on whatever it is that worked for you a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. You got to keep thinking, keep innovating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the basics in your world probably are going to stay the same. But everybody's looking for new, better, different ways to win. And thought leadership involves doing that. Yes. I like that. That's, uh, that's so true. I mean, you've got to just always be evolving to be, be better than before. Learning something new. Keep learning. Keep growing. Um, and I feel like, yes, those are those are just some really good just business tools. Um, I've loved everything about like your stories and this conversation because I feel like there have been some very like tangible tips for my audience to use 
as it relates to business as a whole. But I think the thought leadership piece, like you've made it um, very, I think, attainable for a lot of um, for people because it has this like mysterious when you hear thought leadership. But I think like having someone to actually, you're the first person, the first person that I've ever really heard, you know, focus on it being heart-centered first. And I think that's why a lot of people don't actually succeed in being thought leaders because they don't, you know, they're mostly, they're thinking about, you know, the money, right? And how I can get the fame and how I can make money and I can do all these things. But I'm right there with you. I feel like when you do the thing that God has called you to do and you lean into that and you're doing it for like you're doing it for him and you're doing it for the people that you're going to serve, like all the doors, all the favor, all that will come to you. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> awesome. Okay. 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 Let's see. Um, I don't know. I'm, so, I, I'm like jazzed up by this because it's been such a um great conversation. And I, like I said, I just really appreciate the stories. It's been so good. Um, let's talk about um, let's talk about how you help people and how anybody listening or watching us, you know, can work directly with you and your team. Well. It, I really appreciate the question. We run a, a, a number of different programs to be of service to people. But the first thing I always say is if you like, you know, the way what I'm saying sounds or if my energy lands with you in a good way, the best thing to do, and I'm old school this way, is for us to jump on a phone call or a Zoom call, just like you and I are doing right now, right? Just let's do that. And what I do is I offer on my calendar some some limited times every week where I'll sit down and have a 45-minute what I call success conversation with you to map out the roadmap to your success. And it's it's a free conversation. I mean, I could charge for it, but I don't. Um, and people go, okay, well, there must be a catch, right? You're going to like bait and switch me and try to sell me something at the end. But here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't try to sell you anything. Um, in the call, in the conversation, I'm going to get to know you and I'm going to give you my heart and soul free of charge. And like I said, I could charge for this and get the money. And if in that call and conversation, the two of us feel a good connection and a vibe, I might tell you how I could help you further. I might not. You know, half the time I don't, right? Because I don't feel that fit myself. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this, I promise you, you'll get someone who cares, someone who's going to love on you and pour into you and believe in you. You're going to leave the call better than you came to the call. That I promise you. So take advantage of that. And the way to do that is the links ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment, ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Take advantage of it. Be great to be on a phone call with you, and it'd be great to map out uh, a blueprint for your success. Awesome. Well, we will also drop that link in our show notes as well, so that it's easy for people to access. All right, all right. So I am so I'm I'm thrilled to move into this next section because I want to know even more. Um, so three things with Nikki. I'm going to ask you three questions. Helps the audience get to know you a little bit better. 
Number one is a two-parter. So (laughs) um, the first question is, how do you start and end your day? So I usually, uh, Monday through Friday, get up pretty early, 5, 5.30. And um, my um, I have two teenage sons, so they both uh, want to go to the gym, especially mm-hmm. the older one before school. So I got a family membership at the local YMCA. So we're up, we're out the door, we're at the gym usually by 6, quarter after 6. We do a workout. And then I, I drop them off at school, and I probably do some more cardio type stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. Um after that, while I'm doing my workout, I listen to my uh, business mentor. Um, he, he has these two-hour uh, beautiful celebration and training sessions. So I do two hours of him every morning. That's kind of how I started. Mm-hmm. And um, when I'm done at the end of the day, I usually am relaxing. So what I'll do is I'll you know, watch something uh, either on YouTube or maybe I'll watch a part of a show. Mm-hmm on uh, some like netflix or, or prime and i'll read a book mm-hmm. uh, that's that's kind of how i um i end off the day and i'm an avid reader i've read over four thousand books in my lifetime and this year my goal is to make sure i hit at least a hundred nice. uh new book 101 new books actually that that is the official target so awesome. we're, we're on track to do better than that so i would love to hear it <laughs> all right now number two was now i Number two is around goals. So if you're goal or intention center, so I know you've got the book goal, but is there another goal that you set for yourself this year as well? So, you know, I'm really glad you asked that question. So we set a goal we call Mission 40. It's our mission to work with 40 entrepreneurs who are committed to adding six figures or more to their business. Mm. And so um, we set this goal recently and we we got four people out of the 40 that have signed up with us in the last 10 days, which is wonderful since October started. But that's our goal. We want 40 amazing men and women. And we, we got this cool challenge, 90K in 90 days, we call it. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to add an extra $90,000 or more to their business in the next 90 days, um, this is part of what we're pushing to do. Awesome. I love that. And last is what is a book, podcast, show, or anything that is inspiring you right now? Huh, that's a great, great question. So I've I've been reading the uh, nonfiction books of Winston Groom. And Winston Groom is the man who wrote the book Forrest Gump that became the movie with Tom Hanks. Um, but he's written a whole lot of nonfiction books, historical in nature, writing about history of, of America and the people that made America great. Like um, he wrote a book on some of the founding fathers called the Patriots. He wrote a book on some of the the pioneers of the aviation industry mm-hmm. in America, people like um, uh, Jimmy Doolittle, uh, you know, who the the man who led the famous raid on Tokyo during World War II that helped change the trajectory of the war after they attacked Pearl Harbor. Uh, Charles Lindbergh, who was the first man to fly from New York to Paris, across the Atlantic uh, solo. And uh, also um, uh, Captain Eddie Rickenbacker, uh, who was the uh, leading American fighter pilot ace in World War One, and then once again in World War Two, went back to war. So all three of these men did that. It's a really cool story, very fascinating stuff. So those are some of the books I've been into lately. 
Nice. I like it. Well, I just want to say um, this has been such a wonderful conversation, Nikki, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join me. Um, Before I let you go, I would love it if you could give the audience three things you'd like for them to take away from our discussion today. So number one is um, believe in your dreams and yourself and believe in the people around you that need someone to believe in them because the fastest way for your dreams to come alive is for you to help other people's dreams to come alive. So that's number one. Secondly, don't do it alone. The ingredients of success are make a decision to be successful, commit to it, do what you got to do to get there, get yourself a coach or a mentor because you're not going to do it alone. And investing in yourself is the most important thing you can do. And be resourceful. Pay whatever price life asks of you. You know, so pay the financial price, pay the uh, energy price, pay the time price, and and your goal will come alive. Uh, and number three is if you enjoyed this conversation, uh, give Kyra a like, a rating, a review, and share the episode with somebody. <laughs> awesome! I love that. <laughs> Second, all those. Um, Well, Nikki, thank you so much again. And you can always come back and share with us in the future. I would enjoy that very much. Thanks so much. You're a great host. Awesome. Stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. want to thank Nikki again for joining the show today. I knew this was going to be a really great conversation. I'm really excited that we had that opportunity today to talk about um, what is thought leadership. How can you become a thought leader? Um, how can you benefit from being a thought leader? And I don't know about you, but I feel like Nikki gave us lots of great tips and um, actionable tools that we can use to um, move forward with that. So if again, if you want to learn more about Nikki and um, the uh, programs that he offers, you can click the link in the show note to contact him. Um, also, if you want to learn more about us at Glow Up Girl, you can visit glowupgirl.com. You can check out past podcast episodes, sign up to join the show, grab our social links. Also, if you are a business owner and you would like to be a sponsor on this show, you can also check out our podcast sponsorship um, opportunities as well. So also be sure to check out the career focused um, podcast episode episodes as well is where I talk about some of my personal um, um, corporate experience as well as answering questions that come in from many of you who are working in the professional space. Also, if you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I just want to be a part of the Globe Girl community. How can I do that? How can I get more? If you're hearing some of the things that I'm saying and they're resonating with you, you can head over to Patreon and you can become a member of the you can get a glow getter membership is what I was trying to say. Tongue twister, tongue twister. Um, and when you join the glow up girl community, you'll gain access to career tips, guidance, resources, and so much more. And it's all been designed to help you create a career and a life that you love. So whether you're just starting out or you're looking to elevate up, our membership empowers you to reach new heights. So if you're listening on a platform that allows you to leave a review or rate us, we would love for you to do that. Can't tell you um, enough 
that I'm so thankful for all the reviews that come in and I love reading them and um, seeing what you think about the show. Also, sharing is caring. So if you heard this today and you thought of someone in your network that you're like, thought leadership is the thing for, you know, this person, make sure you are sharing this episode with them, your friends, your family, co-workers. Don't keep all this goodness to yourself. Sharing is caring. And if you share on social media, make sure you tag us in the post. If you have any thoughts, questions, uh, people I should interview, make sure you send me an email at hello at glowupgirl.com or you can find me over on Instagram at glowupgirl. Okay, I think that's all the housekeeping, right? It's all done. Okay, okay. So I want to thank you all again for your support, your time, for, you know, popping in for another week with us. I really, really greatly appreciate it. Um, And I am out of here. I will see you all next week. So until then, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.